Welcome to Real Life Church in At The Moot. We are so glad you have joined us online today. The good news is that you are here and God is gonna show up and change your life. The bad news is that due to copyright, we cannot show you the full presentation of At The Movies. Copyright won't allow us to show the movie scenes over broadcast, but God, but God will speak to you as we show you the spiritual truths we have pulled out of each of our movies. If you would like to get the full context of this message, I would encourage you to go back and watch the full movie. As always, you are welcome to join us in person throughout our At The Movie series, which runs through August 1st. So sit back, relax, grab a soda. I hope you enjoy this abridged version of At The Movies. Pardon me. This is the third time I've seen this movie. This is the best seat in the house. You're so lucky you sit next to me. This is awesome. Oh, can I put this here, by the way? I'm, I'm Sean. You have a name? What's your name? Sarah. Oh, awesome. So great to meet you. Oh, hey, welcome to Real Life Church, everybody. And thanks for being here today. I'll say a huge welcome to our second week at At The Movies. Come on. If you're visiting with us for the very first time, let me prepare you by saying you're going to experience church in a much different way. For the next four weeks, we're taking popular movies and pulling out spiritual truth that will challenge your life today. Come on, I need your help. You guys ready? I need your help. But be inviting your friends and family all throughout this series, and I promise it's going to be fun and a simple yet powerful way to introduce your friends to church and, more importantly, to Jesus. Well, today's movie is an epic journey based on Polynesian mythology that mirrors the tension that all of us face as Jesus followers. A tribe of people who've forgotten their purpose. They've forgotten who they are. Today's movie depicts the power of fear, a scarcity mindset, and deciding which voices to follow. Do I dream big and follow my call or play it safe? As Jesus followers, there's a very real tension between what is in your hand, the here and now, and what is in your heart, your calling of what it could be. Lean in to what God has for you today. Come on, as we begin at the movies, this is Moana. Hey, this is crazy. I love that Moana at such a young age is spellbound by the ocean when she is called to an extravagant rescue mission to return the heart to Fiji. Man, Lutch Mike Moana, you have a call on your life today, a God-sized dream. Man, something knit into the fabric of your soul for which you're gifted and purposed by God to accomplish. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 7, 7, says, yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. Did you know today you are gifted with a radical purpose like none other? The good news is that there is something specific, something special, a unique path, a unique people you're called to serve, an individual legacy placed uniquely on your shoulders out of the 7.7 billion people on earth. You know, the bad news also is this, that there's an individual legacy that God has placed on your shoulders out of the 7.7 billion people. Like Moana, we can be constantly torn between all the competing voices in our lives, our parents, our grandparents, expectations, society, friends, coworkers, and we can quickly talk ourselves out of the call of God. Man, even to the point for getting our calling all together in 2021, we are tempted to cheat on our calling. We're tempted to impress others 
and compare ourselves to the lives of other people. And this is what the Bible says in Proverbs 14, 12. It says this, there is a way that appears right, but in the end leads to death. In other words, there are well-meaning voices in our lives that appear to be right, but are nowhere near the will of God. There are lesser callings, callings to conform, to fit in, to play it safe, to be predictable, to look at everyone else, to accumulate the most stuff, to gain the world. I mean, we are constantly surrounded by voices from text messages and Facebook messages and social media posts and advertisements, most of which, if we're real honest, aren't pulling us closer to God. My question for you today is simple. Can you hear God's voice above the waves of the world? Are you in pursuit of the things of God in your life? Man, how hard are you pursuing? Man, today at the movies is dedicated to those of you who need to dream a God-sized dream again. I dare you to dream again, to lean into the voice of God. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1.10, it says, so dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove you're really among those God has called and chosen. Do these things, you'll never fall away, and then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love this verse, work hard to pursue the things of God. In other words, God, 100% beyond a shadow of doubt, wants you to know your calling. Don't simply hear God's voice and walk away. Don't exchange a God-sized dream for a man-made monument. What's in your hand and here now pales in comparison to the dream that God has placed in our hearts, your calling. Don't settle when someone offers you everything in the world you can see to place a rock on top of your kingdom, but rather be a pioneer of your often misunderstood God-sized calling. And this is exactly the tension Moana must wrestle through. How far are you willing to go to follow your calling? Man, the answer to that question actually starts not in the future, but in the foundation of the past. And for Moana, everything changed when her grandma showed her who she was. Moana learned her people were once voyagers of the ocean, and she had the call of the ocean flowing in her veins. Man, she saw, saw her true identity, a wayfinder, a voyager, and the call to travel the ocean overwhelmed her like a flood. Man, who are you meant to be? Seriously, who are you meant to be? Man, are you just a father's son? Are you just your last name? No, 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 you are much more. Look at the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. You are therefore Christ ambassadors. Man, you are not defined by your past defeats or your past failures or any other measurable thing on earth for that matter. You are defined by God. 1 Peter 2, 9 says this, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Man, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You are God's chosen people. We have royalty flowing in your veins. You're chosen by God. You're a special possession. I love this. You are given a mission, a mission to declare the praises of God and called out of darkness into God's light. Do you know what that means? Dude, check this out. You are voyagers. You got that right, you heard me. You are voyagers. As it says in Philippians 3.19, it says we don't think about this life here on earth only, but we are citizens of heaven. We are placed here on a mission to bring heaven to earth, to rescue those in darkness, and so we run. We set sail, we move away from the voices calling us to stay and play it safe. 
we set sail into the vast unknown of the glorious light, the gospel shining bright into the darkness. Man, we don't only think about this life here on earth, we have eternal calling running in our veins. So the question for you is simple, how far are you willing to go? Man, Moana sets sail and meets an unlikely friend, a demigod named Maui, who has special powers to transform and help Moana on her journey. I love this scene because you found Maui teaching Moana how to sail. May specifically find Maui teaching Moana how to use her hands to be a wayfinder. And throughout the night, constellations move across the sky from east to west about 15 degrees per hour, which is the approximate distance between your thumb and the tip of your index finger. And this is used to determine your way. You know, it's crazy to think about Moana started her way across the ocean in a sailboat, but didn't even know how to sail. Man, how crazy is that? And the reality is all of us started following Jesus with absolutely no idea of how to do it. We didn't know how to pray, how to read the Bible, how to live, what to say, where to go. Man, we just stepped out on faith and called on the name of Jesus and he saved us without a clue of the ways of God. Do you know that as followers of Christ, we weren't always called Christians? Before we were called Christians, we were called, check this out, the way. You see, the prior to Paul's conversion, you find this on his road to Damascus. So Paul, he went to the high priest and he requested letters addressed to synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation, the arrest of any, check this out, followers of the way. All of us start our journey with God with one small step of saving faith, but none of us know how to follow him without someone teaching us, someone to model it for us. All of us start our way with God with one small step of faith, but none of us know how to follow him without someone teaching us, someone to model it for us. You know, in 2015, Diane and I had the opportunity to go stargazing on top of Mount Kea on the big island of Hawaii. And our guide taught us a handful of constellations and raised his hand out and showed us how to find our way. You know, in 2021, there are a lot of us Christians who don't know the way and are in desperate need for a guide to show us the way, to show us how to follow God's voice, how to pray, how to trust who we are, how to follow God's call, how to forgive, how to love, how to be patient, how to win souls to Jesus. This is why the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, he says, Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace of God as Christ gives you. You have heard me teach you things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these things to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. See, Paul teaches Timothy to teach faithful followers to teach others four generations deep. And Paul goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. We have to model for others the ways of Jesus. We have to model for our kids, to our neighbors, our friends, our family, and take others under our wings here at church. I'm telling you, there's divine power unleashed when putting somebody under your wing. 
We are a champion of development. Man, can you imagine not knowing what you know about Jesus? Can you imagine sailing across the ocean without knowing how to sail? We need to find others in the seat next to us at life groups on our serving teams and show them the way. In our church, our leadership, we are 100% committed to modeling, living like Jesus and developing the character of those we lead. It's simply who we are. We all start out with a step of faith. And just like Moana had Maui to teach her, so you are called to teach others to follow Jesus. Moana and Maui reach the island of Tafiti. They must face the lava monster Taka, who is Maui's greatest foe, and their training will be soon put to the test. Following the way of God has seasons of doubt and loneliness and times of betrayal and abandonment. Valleys we walk through that remind us of who we are. And if you're in a valley today, let it remind you of who you are. You are a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are a chosen, adopted son or daughter of the King. You're an heir to the throne. You have the spirit of the living God dwelling inside of you, flowing in your veins. You are loved by God. You are forgiven by God. You are strong because of Christ and God is with you. Jesus is close enough to whisper in your ear, you are not forgotten, you are not forsaken. Listen to this, you have a friend that sits closer than a brother, Jesus, who gave his very best. He gave his life for you. He knows what it's like to go through the same things you're walking through today. He knows the pain of betrayal. He knows what it's like to be sold for just 30 pieces of silver. He knows the pain of the cross. He knows what it's like to be misunderstood and abandoned. He knows the pain of serving people and he knows the weight of your sin. And with his final breath, don't miss this, Jesus stole the keys of our freedom. He robbed hell on our behalf. On the third day, Jesus made a way. And today, even though the road is often hard, we are called to make a way for others to know God. We must search deep inside and know who we are and whose we are. And I love how Paul said it in Philippians 3, he said, I was circumcised eight days old. Man, I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel. I'm a member of the tribe of Benjamin. I'm a real Hebrew of Hebrews, if there ever was one. And I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to Jewish law. I was zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. And Paul, he said, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of Christ and what he's done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Jesus, my Lord. And for his sake, I discard everything else, counting it as garbage that I could gain Christ. But if I focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what's ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive a heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling. Don't miss it. He is calling us. Church today, we must focus on just one thing, forgetting our defeats, forgetting our failure, our insecurity, earthly accolades, and we look forward to what lies ahead, heaven just a little picture of heaven across the screen, the ultimate prize. So we press hard into the mission and we dare to do impossible things, traveling fearlessly into the night. I absolutely love this ending. Man, Moana just changed her legacy. She changed the legacy of her entire tribe. Generation after generation changed simply because she was obedient to her call. 
Man, I wonder where God is calling you today. I wonder whose legacy will be changed. I wonder how many generations will be impacted because you said yes to the call of God on your life. Man, if you're like me, I'm a first generation Christian. I'm a first generation of the way, and I get the privilege and honor of shaping my family legacy for generations and generations to come. See, it starts with my wife and kids. Man, they're my number one ministry. I love praying with them. I love showing them who Jesus is. I love talking to them about what they're learning about God here at church. I get to father and grandfather a generation that will change the world for the cause of Christ. I'm telling you, it changes everything. I got good news today. You don't have to travel the world to fulfill God's call in your life. Although some of you are 100% called to go across the world and shine a light in a different culture in desperate need of Jesus. But some of you are called to resource the dream here at church. You're called as business leaders and entrepreneurs to give and make a difference. Some of you are called to pour in the life of our kids and youth here at Real Life. Man, some of you are called to pour in to others. But today, I guarantee you this, all of us are called to pour all we know about Jesus into someone else. It's all about responding and reproducing the way in others. Paul says it this way in Romans 10, 14. He says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone, and that's you, tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. Oh man, how beautiful are the feet of voyagers. You are a voyager, come on. You are called, you are gifted. You have been given a God-sized dream to be a legacy changer. What ocean has God called you to cross? What ocean is misunderstood by so many voices in your life? What God-sized dream is in your heart this morning? And are you willing to take a step based on who you are in Christ? You are a child of God, you are chosen, and the Spirit of God lives in your veins. Are you willing to step in your calling? I love this, Moana restored her village back to life and the islands back to life. I love this, we restore people, infinitely greater life, the eternity of souls by simply saying yes to Jesus, yes to his call. You are a voyager and believe it, your voyage starts today. Would you pray with me? Father, we come before you. God, we come before you just laying down our lives. God, you've called us out of the comfortable, out of the easy, out of the things that are are comfortable in our life around us. God, I pray that you would send us out into the harvest. I pray today somebody would answer the call. I want to speak to somebody specifically who would say, you know what? I am called to be a voyager today. I'm called to live on mission. Man, I've been drowned out by so many other voices, but today I need the voice of God in my life. If that's you today, so say, well, I'm taking the first step as a voyager. I'm getting out of the comfort zone. God is a God-sized dream. I'm going to listen to his voice. I'm going to pursue him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to give my Bible. I'm going to be a legacy changer. I'm going to pray for you. Father, we come before you. I pray for the legacy changer today, God. I pray you'd use them. 
God, I pray they would step out into the unknown. God, that there'd be a voice from heaven that would speak into their hearts today, that they'd be fully surrendered with a blank slate and just lay their life down before you and say, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to stand up. I'm willing to speak on behalf of people who don't even know that they need a savior yet and point people to Jesus. God, I pray that we'd use me, if you use anybody for the cause of Christ. I'm gonna talk to one more group of people today. Those of you who say, you know what? I hear the voice of God speaking to me, speaking to me in my life today. Maybe you feel something drawing you closer to Jesus. What is that? That's the Holy Spirit. He is drawing you to himself. The Holy Spirit is calling out to you today. Here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that anybody calls in the name of Jesus will be saved, forgiven, and made new. Maybe today you recognize that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. You recognize you need Jesus. You need this grace and forgiveness that we talked about in the way. Well, the good news is that Jesus made a way for you 2,000 years ago. He went on the cross, and every bit of your sin was pressed down on Jesus, and Jesus defeated your sin, your death, hell, and the grave for you today. And so the Bible says if you call in the name of Jesus, you'll be saved, you'll be forgiven, you'll be made new. And so if you need Jesus today, if that's you and you say yes to forgiveness, I want to encourage you to raise your hand right now and say, I need Jesus. Come on, hands up across this room. You need Jesus online. You need new life in Christ. And if that's you, I want to pray for you. You can pray this prayer. The prayer doesn't save you, but it's what's in your heart that saves you. And you pray this, say, Father God, thank you so much for sending Jesus. Thank you for dying across for my sins. God, you can have my life. I want to serve you. I'll be part of the way. God, my voyage with you starts today and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give it up big for everybody who came to Christ today. Come on. Yeah.